This is No Stop Lights with Ken Ard. Welcome to another edition of No Stop Lights. I want to thank our sponsors, Pepsi of Florence, Carolina Bank, Mickey Fins, Marlboro PD Electric Co-op, Francis Marion University, PLC Commercial, McLeod Health, McCall Farms, and Victors. Um, we try to explain in our first couple of podcasts that we recently published and edited that we're in the process of uh, evolving. The, the, the podcast for a long period of time was an extension of the radio show. It was political theater. It was red meat radio meets podcasting. Um, I decided at some point in time to try and figure out a way to provide what I consider to be a, a much-needed service to the community. And the podcast, No Stop Lights, is no longer going to be uh, an extension of the radio show, but rather, I don't want to say a journalistic attempt to cover the news and and, and what happens in the PD, but to some degree, it's it, that's what it's going to be. Um, we've had a couple of guests. The CEO McLeod Health has been with us. We had Dr. Fred Carter, uh, who is the president of Francis Marion University, has been with us. And I started thinking about the aspects of our economy and area that we really need to to pay close attention and, and try to try to associate ourselves with people that genuinely understand um, the the economic activity, the government, the culture, the societal elements, the uh, the finance of a community, and uh, and that's what we're trying to do here. Bear with us; it'll be a process. It'll be a crawling before you walk. Um, sort of thing. And that's why we, we've got these sponsors, because these sponsors have all made a commitment to the community. Uh, they all understand that there's kind of a two-way street between a corporate being a, a corporation or company being a good citizen and the community giving back uh, to that company. That's why I'm real proud of the, uh, the list of sponsors that we have. I came up with the idea and went to a couple of friends of mine, and I tried to convince them that Something we need to be aware of and paying attention to is our real estate market, both commercial and and residential. And a buddy of mine, a good long friend of mine, and a guy that I've known a good while, not as long as this other guy, uh, but Ken Jackson and Chris Clark are, are partners, have recently partnered. I'm sorry, um, Chris Scott. Did I say Chris Clark? Goodbye, yeah, okay, I know, I know. I'm sorry about that. Um, I saw Jackson kind of nodding his hand up there. Uh, Chris Scott and Ken Jackson are with us this morning. I don't know who Chris Clark is, and I don't have any idea where that, where that, where that, where that there you go, where, where that came from. But, but anyway, I sat down with Chris and Ken a month or so ago and tried to convince them to come on board and provide kind of a weekly real estate, excuse me, a monthly real estate report. Um, they're specific to commercial, but they both have extensive experience and an understanding of the different aspects of, of real estate. So, you know, we're, we're going to do a once a quarter uh, podcast with the CEO of McLeod. We'll obviously have Dr. Carter back in. Uh, Dr. Scott Kaufman, a history professor at Francis Marion, will be with us in a bit. Local government, city, and county council will be on a rotating basis, economic development. But um, the, the, the prior friendship I have with uh, Ken Jackson and Chris Scott led me down the road of sitting down with them and asking if they'd be interested in partnering with No Stop Lights and coming on board once a month to try and uh, talk a little bit about the real estate market, where it is, where we believe it's headed, uh, where the opportunities are. We'll get to specific properties, I'm sure, at some point in time. But I've asked them to come in today for the first time and uh, and really introduce themselves. Uh, a lot of you know Ken. A lot of you know Chris. But you may not know this recent 
uh, collaboration they put together that they refer to as PLC Commercial. So, Ken, Chris, how are you? Good. And, and I would say good morning, good afternoon, good evening, uh, but we don't know when someone's watching the podcast. Could be morning, could be evening, could be um, could be afternoon. Uh, and, and either one of you can tackle this. It doesn't matter to me. I mean, Chris or Ken, and, and we'll be as casual as you could imagine because uh, we've been very casual in most of our, our conversations. What, what exactly is PLC Commercial? PLC Commercial is a, a commercial real estate brokerage uh, that does leasing, uh, proper, commercial property management, and commercial and industrial property development. So we're going to be uh, and are a comprehensive uh, organization that provides full-service commercial real estate in the PD region of South Carolina and beyond. Uh, one of our, Rhett Spencer's one of our partners, and he's uh, licensed in North Carolina, and we actually have property listed for sale there too. Although Florence is our base, we're going to be focused on Florence and spread out from there. Also in the PD, we're working on projects in Georgetown. Uh, so the PD is our home. And, and, and mention the other partners, if you will, Ken. I think there's four of you guys that are partners in PLC Commercial. Yep. Uh, talk a little bit. I'll let Chris speak for himself. Well, Chris, you go ahead. I mean, Chris Scott is who, and, and, and what do you bring to the table? Not much. Nah. <laughs> uh, we laugh about it. It's a perfect segue. The four partners, uh, so Ken Jackson, obviously, and, you know, riding around, talking to Ken. I, I've been here 15 years. If there's somebody that knows more about commercial real estate in Florence, I'd love to meet them. Um, Ken knows the market, he knows the people, he knows the product, he knows the bankers, he knows the appraisers, he knows if there's an aspect of commercial real estate in Florence. He knows the dirt roads. He's the guy. <laughs> our, our other partner is John Etheridge. Um, I say John's a bulldog. He has mm-hmm. absolutely worked his tail off to get to establish himself in the community. Um, people trust him and rely on him already for a lot. He's done a lot more on the residential side. Um, but really, it's been a lot of time transitioning to commercial. So uh, he's a partner. Rhett Spencer, um, Rhett and I worked together previously. Um, he's got a lot of experience. You know, Rhett's the smartest guy in the room for sure. He's uh, Clemson, um, their real estate program. He came out of there, went into the construction management program, went and worked for a very large owner and developer in Charleston for several years. So he brings a ton of knowledge and experience to the table. So those are the other partners. And then there's me. And we still laugh. I'm no, I'm not real sure what I do. I think whatever these guys can't do, I try to fill in that blank. So, um, Chris, that good combination experience. Yeah, Chris so. does the higher level work. Yeah, uh, I'm <laughs> the guy out, you know, talking to people and and, and bring, you're the offensive lineman. He's yeah, he's the quarterback. Exactly. I, 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 well, I mean, you know, we Ken and I have a, an existing partnership and have had one for a long, long, long time. And I, I mean, I, I know both of you guys to be very ethical and trustworthy, and and will do right by your clients. So so let's go down the road of commercial property. Um, Ken, you historically, I mean, you cut your teeth in residential real estate that, that evolved and you became kind of a commercial, uh, you, you, you concentrated a lot in commercial, um, property. What, what about commercial property intrigues you and how different is that from residential real estate? Well, you're right. I mean, I, I was with Remax for over 30 years. I've been in the business for 35 years and, and started out residentially, but, uh, I bought after being in the business for a few years. I bought my first residential rental property, and uh, I cut my teeth on that as far as investment properties, and and found out that 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 it requires a lot of work, 
uh, and I rented to college students and, uh, you know, got calls on the weekends for, you know, toilets that were uh, needed correcting. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I quickly decided I wanted to invest in commercial real estate. So the next property I bought was a commercial building. And then I, it was much more fun, more interested. That once I got the tenants in, you know, they were long-term relationships. I didn't get the calls as often, and it was much more profitable too. Um, and so I kept focusing on buying commercial properties. And I got that's how I really got interested in, in commercial brokerage because I was investing myself. And, you know, I, the residential part of it is, you know, you have more transactions. It's a... Uh, you know, they're quicker, um, you get paid quicker, uh, but commercial, you know, takes longer. They're more involved. You have to have more expertise. So, you know, there are fewer people in the commercial real estate brokerage business, uh, which is good too. There's less competition. As you know, the residential market, you know, there are a lot of people who have license who sell residential real estate. Um, but, you know, I, I got uh, a CCIM designation, which is like a they call it a master's in commercial real estate. It takes a lot of uh, classwork and, and transactions, and, and, and that helped me to, to get a better understanding, a more advanced understanding than, than, than I could have just learning it on the job. So, you know, I was doing that at the same time, but it helped to have that designation. It's been a good referral source with other CCIMs around the country. And, um, it, you know, I'm learning it's, things about Ken Jackson I didn't know, and I don't know how many cups of coffee we've drank over the years discussing our issues. But, I mean, so, so, so Chris, I've always – I mean, I've formed an opinion of you from afar. And my opinion of you from afar is you're very smart, very detail-oriented, very, very financially inclined. Is that a fair critique of Chris Scott? That's a, well, I don't know about the detail. I mean, especially my wife might disagree about the whole detail. Background in finance? Is that detail. fair? Yeah, that's exactly How right. How has that served you in real estate? <clears throat> um, I think it's helpful, uh, you know, from a what can make a deal work or not work. You can have the best thing laid out. Um, if you can't get it financed or if you can't or if you finance it improperly, it doesn't matter how good a deal you how you know, how nice the bricks look or how strong the roof is or how many toilets you correct. Um, if it doesn't support itself and, um, it's not going to work. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about Carolina bank being one of your sponsors, you know, having a good, being able to having been on the banking side and being able to work with a banker, like the guy, you know, everybody, the mm -hmm. whole crowd. Sure. I mean, they've been with us from uh, literally from day one. Um, if you don't have someone like that and understand it and have a mutual respect for what they can do and can't do, not ask for things that are outrageous. Um, and they'll tell you no, but then they'll come back and say, we can't do that, but we can do this. Um, that's the kind of thing that makes it's, it's every bit as important as finding a good piece of dirt or finding a good tenant or finding a good contractor. You know, the whole, you, you got to have all those pieces come together. Um, I got a little more experience in, in banking, but banking's also changed a lot since I was in it. So um, I don't try to play that card too much, but it's helped me, certainly helped me a lot. It gave me a piece that I would felt like I was pretty confident. Like I could sit at a table and talk maybe, I mean, I'll never be able to kick up with Ken on brokerage and uh, so many, and just knowledge of the market and stuff like that. But okay, I'm, I'm pretty good at this. I can, I can talk that talk and hopefully that'll be a component 
that lends itself to, hey, what are we going to do to make a successful transaction? Ken, it, it seems to me that one thing you guys have tried to do, and, I, and this goes back to my time on county council, and you served on the Economic Development Board, so, so you can relate to this. It seemed to me that we were more successful in Florence County at recruiting industry when the consultant left with fewer questions. Right. It seems to me that you guys are trying to put together a team that can answer about any question that comes down the pike. The diversity of experience, different personalities, different levels and, and degrees of expertise in those. What was that the intent to, to, to put together for? I mean, you, you've got personalities. There's no doubt about it. you got backgrounds. There's no doubt about that. But it seems to me that your objective is when someone wants to buy or sell a piece of commercial property, the four of you can answer about any question that they may have. Yeah, and that's interesting. I don't know that we really set out to say, okay, let's go find somebody that does this. Let's find somebody that does this. But it ended up the four of us actually all have fairly different ex areas of expertise that work together well, mm -hmm. um, which is really uncanny because we didn't, you know, have a discussion about that. But it's, it's all been kind of natural. But, uh, you know, Etheridge has got a lot of experience in, in property management as, as well as Chris. But um, uh, Red has uh, had a great background in retail and really knows that market well. Chris has, I mean, just been great at development and, you know, projects that uh, involve a lot more uh, involvement and detail than, you know, just a brokerage transaction, which I've been primarily involved in. I've done some development we have together, and I self-manage my properties, but not to the extent that these guys have. Um, but you're right. I mean, I think we could sit down with, with any real estate owner or investor and cover most of the bases. Yeah, yeah. Let's go down that road for a second, Chris. So how how do you end? I mean, you guys are, are it's a fairly new company. How old is the company? I mean, you guys have been doing this a long time, separate of one another, but June, collectively, how long? June first. Yeah. Okay. So, so so let's let's say that the four of you get together. There there's a there's an offering of property to buy or to sell. There's a deal to be made. How do the four of you conclude it's a go or a no-go or what the terms and conditions are? Have you hashed out um, that yet? Because you've kind of walked to the beat of your drum. Chris, i got to believe you've been in a family business, so to speak, but you've yeah. made a lot of the calls exclusive of other advice. How do you imagine the four of you resolving some of these issues if there's a difference of opinion? I mean, I think difference of opinion will be helpful it and is. will probably end up creating a better outcome. But But how do you imagine sorting through? Um, the, the mutual respect you have for one another will require of you to give credit to whomever's opinion uh, as part of the team. But how, how can you imagine? I'm being curious and nosy here for a second. No, no. How are you guys going to sort out some of these disagreements? Well, we, usually we use a coin toss, and, and, and Ken's got these special I'm the coins. Senior guy, so I hope yeah, I you got the, the most gray time. hair. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> so that, it, that's a great question. We meet, you know, nine o'clock Tuesday morning. Come by our office anytime. And that's where we have a pipeline report. That well, I'll be honest. The way we start it, we all start. We say a prayer together, and we just talk about what we hear about, any concerns. We check on one another, family good, work good. Got any concerns? We check that box, and once we started doing that, it's amazing how quickly things came together as far as forming the company. And so we've carried that right forward to our meetings. We meet weekly, and and then we talk about business. What you got? What's your pipeline? What's your that? Who you listening? What are you hearing? What problem, you know, property management issues, whatever it is. And so we delve through it and we get on the table and we know I'll, I, already I can see we're not all going to agree on everything. Put the best out. We, we had this conversation literally, what's today, Thursday, Tuesday morning about a listing. Should we take a listing or not? 
because the, there was a, a nuance about the doesn't matter about the sure. uh, commission. Should we? Shouldn't we? Well, I'm not sure we should. Well, yeah, we could. We could get the business done. Does it earn us some business down the road with this? Okay, well, we'll trade that off. And we just kind of, I think we disagreed on it. it. Yeah, we talked through it and, and came to a conclusion. Yeah. And, uh, and that's really the beauty of, of having a, a group of people yeah. versus you're on, you know, by yourself. Because once you talk through things and you hear other opinions, you can kind of come to a good decision. And um, sometimes, you know, like we do, yeah. you know, we're flying by the seat of our pants and, Oh, you and I have had some disagreements, but there, there, there's not been confrontations. I mean, they've been, you know, yeah. disagreements about what we what we should do or not. I want to ask you this because I think this is most important. If someone is interested in soliciting the services of PLC Commercial, I want to hear from each of you individually. What do you think you owe the person who's buying real estate or selling real estate? Well, if I'm, I owe them my loyalty and my fiduciary responsibility according to who I'm representing. You know, if, you, if you're representing a buyer, you're supposed to have a buyer agency agreement just like you have a listing agreement with someone you, you're listing their property. Um, you know, if I'm listing your property for sale, what I want to do is I want to, first of all, make it easy for you. And I want to get, you know, whatever the, the price is determined, I want to do my best to get the, the, the price with the terms that have been discussed and, and agreed to by the two of us. And I want to do it in a professional and ethical way um, and treat everybody fairly. And, and, you know, that's whether you're it's a buyer or a seller. Chris? I think I'm going to, knowing that every deal is not right for you, I'm, there's a good chance you're going to call me. Not a good chance. I hope you call me and say, hey, could you work on this? And I want to listen to you. I want to ask you a few questions. Let's talk about what are your goals what are your expectations? What are your dreams? What are your concerns? Let's talk about all that. Let's talk about the property. Let's go look at it and then realize I might not be your best fit. I had that happen seven, eight years ago. Somebody I really want to do business with. And they called and said, would you work on this? And I said, no. And they said, why? What's, you know, what's wrong? I said, well, because I'm, there are better people that could have at that time could have handled that. Now I think that's one of the nice things about PLC commercial is that instead of just being in development business or just doing management for your own company or just doing brokerage for this, we're doing it all. This is, you know, three-legged or four-legged stool, depending on how you want to look at it. We can do all that. And we still might not be the best fit for you, and that's okay. That's what you got to give that that property owner. You got to be willing to say, I'm not your best fit. Is it fair to say, my dad told me in the truck body business, we're not just selling truck beds, we're taking care of people. Oh, yeah. I mean, commercial property purchases and sales are big decisions. I mean, they're multi-million dollar um, decisions. How well, I mean, you, you, both of you talked a lot about taking care of the person. You didn't say maximize, you know, the, the, the monetary value of the property. I got to believe that's a big part of the equation, but, um, but I, that's encouraging. And I knew both of you would say that because I know both of you are wired or, or wired that way. Um, how much more complicated is commercial property than residential? And here's what I mean by that. I live in a certain neighborhood. If I asked you to sell my house in that certain neighborhood, you'd go get a couple of comps, and we'd establish a value. I got to believe a warehouse in Kingstree or a farm in Pamplico or, or green, a greenfield site in Darlington County. It's hard to quantify value. Is that fair to say? How, to start me, kind of lead me down the road, Ken, of that. It, uh, I call Ken Jackson and Chris Scott and I say, hey, I've got this warehouse in Darlington County that I don't need any longer. I need to sell it. How do we establish what that's worth? What's the address of it? <laughs> I'll tell you when we get off the air. <laughs> I'd say, first of all, 
you, you know, you got to de determine what the condition of it is and, and, you know, the physical part of it. And then, you know, I mean, it's hard to find in, in a lot of commercial properties, it's hard to find close comps like you mentioned in real, in uh, residential real estate. So what you do is, you know, what I would do is I would determine, okay, well, what is that? I take an income approach and, and, and decide and determine what that warehouse would lease for and back into it that way. And then you determine, you, you multiply, you know, that per square foot lease cost times uh, a square footage and you get a monthly uh, income and, and times 12, you got an annual income, you deduct your expenses and then you divide that by a cap rate and come up with a value. And that's, you know, the way I would value it generally if I were looking at a warehouse. Um, but again, I mean, not, no two things are exactly the same. You got to look at the condition and the location and um, the market of, you know, and the sub market where it is. A lot of things. Chris, Ken would accuse, Ken would, if he were honest, he'd say, you know, you do this too much. When you're in business at some point in time, you depend on your gut and instinct. I mean, the book says this, and the spreadsheet says that, and the analytics say this, but your gut or instinct says something a little bit different. How important is it to trust your gut and instinct? Because commercial property, once again, is more inexact, I got to believe. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, it's worth what I'll sell it for and what someone will pay for it. But, but, but what, I don't want to say what percentage of gut and instinct plays in making these determinations, but how much do you trust the experience you've drawn from, from from having done it so many times? Well, yeah, I mean, you can't put a price on experience. Um, how to read somebody, how to ask them those questions, like exactly what I said earlier. What are your goals? What are your expectations? Hey, you're saying you want to sell this warehouse in Darlington. What are you going to do with the money? What, what's your replacement? Or where are you about taxes? Is this an estate issue? You got some, you know, what what's your motivation? So just having that understanding of what all might be impacting someone's decision, having been a commercial you know, owner, owning properties, there's a lot more to it than just, hey, yep, I'm going to take that listing and get it on correctly as quick as I can, and let's see if I can get a commission. Um, we always say uh, we don't have a black box. There, there's not a little magic thing that we got that nobody else has got that we can plug it into and create value in commercial real estate properties. There's probably some guys, there's some propeller heads up in New York that probably do have it, and they're smarter than we'll ever be, and that's cool. But I, unless you've got one you're holding out on me, I don't have it. But I think what we can plug in is the things that Ken's talking about, is the proper analytics, the proper ethics, um, proper analysis. Put all that together, and then we'll come up. We'll, we'll find a solution for you. And it might very well be just not doing a daggone thing. Trust, but verify. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, 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 I mean, I, I know you well enough to know. I mean, you're always, I mean, it's, I call it dig, digging for the deal. You know, that there are things out there that we hear, things that we see, things that we, I mean, to Chris's point, you're probably better off passing on things you take opportunities or try to take advantage of opportunities. Um, I just mentioned the Economic Development Partnership. How important is a competent real estate company or a commercial property company in regards to economic development? In other words, when someone from economic development is looking for a piece of property for a potential suitor, we're talking about jobs created, ad valorem taxes added to the tax roll. Why is it important that you guys are in tune with what's happening in economic development? And is it important at all? Yeah, no, it's very important because, I mean, we have relationships in the community with property owners. Um, you know, our, we're lucky now that 
that we have a, a, a very good economic development director and, and he knows a lot about the market and, and what's available out there, but he doesn't know everything. And, you know, their properties, if, and we talk with him and, and we know when he's looking for things uh, and we've taken him properties that he didn't know about that, or he didn't have the relationship with and, and he needed that property to put together, assemble a, a, you know, a, a project for somebody. So it's important that you know we all work together, and uh, you know he's you know he's important to us, and we're important to him. Is it fair to say you mentioned experience a second ago? I mean, my, my wife accuses me of having a busy head syndrome. I don't see a piece of land. I see a driveway, and I see an egress and an ingress, and I see power, and I see stormwater, and I see. Is it is it fair to say that one of the unique qualities you guys have is seeing things that maybe others don't see? seeing value in land in different ways than people would expect that land have been traditionally valued? Yeah, I think that's, you know, I'll give you a good example of that. Maybe not in land right now, but in, you know, with the cost of what new buildings cost right now. To go build a new building right now is very difficult. Interest, things we'll probably get into down the road sure. when we talk about market specifics. But the cost of rehab and finding a, a, a good you know, some good bricks and sticks, good location that needs some TLC, that's probably right now a much better prospect, in my opinion, than, than going and you know, trying to build something that the market can't support. Uh, I'm not saying we're working on a new build project right now, just got the bids in yesterday. It's going to work. It's going to be fine. But it's, you know, it's tight. And that's what, the function where we are right now. What, Ken, what, where do you see, I mean, we're talking about being, I mean, you and I have a lot of conversations off this air about the, um, the economy to come. You don't know. I don't know. We speculate. We listen to people we think are smarter than we are. But it does seem to me that there are some headwinds in general, but South Carolina may enjoy the benefit of being one of the fastest growing states in America that it may insulate us, careful with that word, insulate us from some of the potential damage. I don't want to get into the details and interest rates and, you know, um, turning office complexes into residential properties. As Chris said, we're going to do that down the road and, and really get in the weeds on some of that. And I think people will find that interesting and enjoyable, but, but in the macro um, what, what do you feel about the next five, six, eight, ten years of South Carolina's economy? Well, like you said, I, th I think we need to use insulate with a small I, but, I mean, it, we are going to benefit from, from the growth, and I think that's going to continue probably for the rest of our lifetimes. Um, and that's going to make it a lot easier. I think, you know, we're going to suffer a little bit here in the short term just because of the high interest rates in the economy and, and some things going on, but... I feel very optimistic about South Carolina and, and Florence, um, you know, going forward. I mean, it, I think once the interest rates kind of stabilize and get down, you know, back into a what's, you know, a little bit better range um, to make projects work and get people off the fence about buying houses, um, it's going to take off again. Won't be like it was. I mean, it'll. It'll gradually build back up like the real estate cycles usually do. Um, but I feel good about it. That's why I was excited about taking this step with these guys is because I think there's lots of opportunity and, you know, I don't want to retire and miss out on it. Chris, the, the realities are, I mean, if a, if a Democrat's in the White House, Republicans blame him. If a Republican's in the White House, Democrats blame them. Who's in control of the House? Who's in control of the Senate? I mean, I think you'll agree with this. The, the reality, the economy is cyclical. 
And it's always going to be cyclical. It's always been cyclical. Uh, human beings are in charge of the economy. And human beings get things wrong and they get things right. And then we have kind of a um, another cycle of another of another economy. I don't want to say are you bearish or bullish on the cycling of the economy, but how do you prepare? H- how do you think about what may be coming and let's prepare our company and clients the best we know how? I think in a down market or a sideways market, we'll, you know, like we're probably getting ready to look at where you're going to have some challenges. It's It's taking care of what you got. Um, and by that, I mean, I think our property management services are going to be more and more important because property management is not just correcting toilets. Uh, it's not just fixing ceiling tiles. It's, you know, looking at the economics, looking at the leases, what's it going to take to preserve the lease, but not leaving so much on the table that, you know, you hurt the market, you know, coaching people through that. There's just, there's things taking care of what you got is going to be really important going forward. And I mean, the economics of it as well as the physical nature of the property. So um, that's something we traditionally didn't do a lot of that. We took care of our own stuff. We started doing property management three or four years ago for others, and we've built that up and we're kind of like it and think we've gotten where we're respectable at it. We make mistakes, but we're, we're getting better at it every day, and I think that's, some, that's a service that we can take out to others, and they'll benefit from, particularly in this kind of market, because it is. It's going to – I mean, you can't say it's going to be perfect. It's not going to be as easy as it has been. And then, Ken, it's, uh, we'll get toward the end here. It, it's kind of a one-stop shop. I mean, you guys have tried to put four personalities and, 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 and kind of experts. I mean, I don't say experts in varying fields because there's a lot of overlap there. I mean, you know a lot of what Chris knows. Chris knows a lot of what you know. The other two guys know a lot of what one another know. But it seems to me that you guys, whether intended to or not, you put together a, 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 a commercial real estate company that has a lot of intangible and tangible value. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing I forgot to mention, we do have uh, another member of our team, uh, Gracelyn Rass, who is our marketing director. And uh, she spends a lot of time trying to, to help us look good and um, put our name out there. And uh, she's, she's a valuable part of the team. And she's just taken the exam to get her real estate license. Okay. So we're going to put her to work in some other ways, too. Well, and, and I, we'll conclude with this, and I'll give you the floor. I'll give you kind of like a debate and a closing statement. Let's leave them with a good impression here from uh, from good old Chris and good old Ken. But, no, I mean, and, and I mean this sincerely. When I sit down with you guys and I started thinking about our economy, our area, our community, our you know, way of doing business, um, I think real estate's critically important. And I think having someone come on every month and talk about it in very quantifiable and measurable ways is of great benefit. I mean, I really and truly do. And, and I, I, you know, I've known Ken a long, long time. I've known Chris a good while. And these guys are, are first rate, first class. Um, if someone has a need as we speak, if, I mean, if someone watches this podcast and, and they've got a, a piece of property, they don't know what to do with it. Kind of, how does that process begin, and and how can they communicate with with any one of you four guys? Well, they they can call us um, anytime, and, and we'll be glad to come to them, or they can come and sit down with one or all of us and talk through what their needs are and what their goals are. And um, you know, like Chris said, I mean, if if we're not the right fit, we'll tell them that. But I think, given the 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 people and the expertise we have, that we can fill uh, most needs and. You know, we're excited about what we can offer the community, and I, I think, you know, I think we've got a bright future. It's a great team we've put together, and uh, we're looking forward to being a part of your show and coming in here every month and, and having and, fun. Yeah, and, and Chris, you seem to be pretty excited about being a part of, of a team. 
Oh man, yeah, this is. I mean, I love it coming to you know getting to meet and talk those conversations, those meetings. Um, or, I mean, we stood in the street for ten minutes just before we came in here. I mean, you get to the experience, sure. the, the um, that dialogue, bouncing ideas off. Hey, what do you think about this? The camaraderie. We, yeah, yeah. That I mean, I hadn't had that. Well, you know, Rhett and I've worked together for years, but that's been a little different for me. So, um, I love it. It's great, and it's, and I'm with. Again, yeah, Florence is a good spot to be doing this. Okay. Is it a website, phone number, email? I mean, if someone wants to communicate with you guys, how does that start? Absolutely. The website's plccommercial.com. Uh, my number is 843-260-6111. I can't remember the office number. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to that next time. <laughs> that's the only, that's yeah. the only number you need. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that you. next time. And, I, and, and, and obviously, people go on the website more than they do anything else. plccommercial.com. Yep. Is that what you plccommercial.com. Um, Thanks to you guys. Yep. And, and, and the next one, I mean, we'll, we'll get in the weeds. I mean, I want to talk a lot about you know, interest rates and some of the, some of the repurposing of property and green. I mean, I just think there's a, there's a unique opportunity for you guys to tell the community what happens behind the scenes when it comes to commercial property and somebody out there may have some property now they want to put on the market. Thanks can to both of you. Can I say Thank one more you. thing? Sure you can. Um, one thing we're doing with the website um, is we want a comprehensive place where people can, can go and search for commercial real estate in one place. And if you go to our website, plccommercial.com, you can search any any commercial property that, that's on the market uh, in the PD, uh, through the, the uh, PD MLS, the Charleston Commercial MLS, which is a statewide MLS, and Crexy, which will cover, I believe, probably 99% of the commercial properties that are on the market. So it's a great place to go and, and just, if you wanna just go look around and browse around, if you see something you like, just Give us a call. Okay. Well said. Thanks to both of you. Thank you so much. It's been great.